right, hello and welcome everybody to episode two of the Reset Channel. It is Dominique. What's going on, y'all? Coach DJ. Hello, everyone. Dr. Derek Coe here. And we are super excited. Thank you for all the love and support for the first episode. That was just the beginning. We are sort of, um, I guess, going to pick up where we left off, sort of taking you guys through our story these first couple of episodes so you can get to know us a little bit better, get to know body games as a whole, and bring you up to speed. Um, so we're sort of just now about 2021-ish um, is sort of where we were leaving off post-pandemic, sort of getting to know our people, businesses up and running. We're doing great. At this point, we've what won two Durham's Best Awards. Two. We've been in the WRL, which is our local news station. We won the Best uh, Physical Fitness Center, I think was yeah, their terminology. Awesome. Yep. Um, we did the ABC 11 special. So things are booming coming out of the pandemic. Everybody's ready to get outside. Um, but with getting outside, we saw a lot um, of areas that we needed to help our people. And I think that's sort of where we're going to talk about today a little bit, different things that arose out of the post-pandemic. Um, so DJ's sort of going to set the tone, start off with what we were seeing the most um, leading up into everything. Yeah. So basically with the pandemic, we had almost one to two years with, I would probably say, guys, even 70, 80 percent of the population not moving at all. You know, we, we seeing we're now in a transition time where, you know, more people are working from home. Um, they're not really having any social interaction now. You know, they're away from their coworkers, they're away from their peers. Um, so people are attempting to do virtual at-home workouts, but it's not it's not going well because, you know, the only thing about, you know, working out when you're at home is the refrigerator's right there. You yeah. know? So <laughs> anytime you can literally go in the refrigerator and grab something. So it's just not getting great workouts. Some people are, you know, some people took advantage of this time, um, but the majority uh, is struggling. And then obviously, with, you know, you're working from home is is affecting your posture because now you're sitting more, you know, your, your anxiety is up because you're on your phone more. Um, so that's really what we're seeing now with people coming in and, you know, really being away from the health and wellness from one to two years now. Yeah, people became more sedentary. I mean, some people that they were already sedentary, they became even more of that. So it led to a lot of problems. A lot of people were at home, a lot of increased anxiety, a lot of depression issues. A lot of spousal issues, just a lot of issues came out of that. And definitely was, uh, we're already in a society where posture is an issue. So even with people becoming more sedentary, we had a lot of postural problems going on. Forward head posture, a lot of, a lot of neck pain, a lot of back pain, leg pain. So we had to, to change up things and treat people a little differently. And especially with the posture problems, and what we try to do with people that come in with posture problems, we really try to look and get them to strengthen their core muscles. We want to try to engage and strengthen their core muscles, including the abdominals and the back muscles, which help support the spine and improve posture. And here at Body Games, with all the workouts, we see DJ incorporates a lot of that into his workouts. You want to talk about that, Dean? Yeah, yeah that's, guys, that's one of the things, you know, you see people working out, you know, and a lot of times when something doesn't feel right you know then there's a correction that needs to be made right so knee pain neck pain back pain 99 percent of the time is because there's an imbalance around or, or, or where that pain is coming from so it's important to always correct those muscle imbalances or try to correct that pain before you know just adding on more reps or more sets or more more load and what i mean by load is weight um when you're doing that so 
that's uh we just grateful that we we able to have that concept for our people and um and, and, and be able to help them in their quality of life with that posture. Yeah, I think even adding on to that, being um, a new mom, especially during this period of time too, so I'm sitting down a lot, but I also had our daughter who was turning one in 2021, um, and I was breastfeeding at the time, so even just holding her and crouching down on the couch for endless hours of the day, it really started aching, hurting. Um, and I think focusing on those things, focus on my posture at the end of the day, sort of realizing why I was so tight um, and figure out what we could do about it. So luckily I had Dr. Co here sort of helping me out, adjusting my posture a little bit, dry needling my traps, um, working on my core strength with DJing and body games as well, sort of all tied hand in hand. I think a lot of the moms can sort of say, once we get the, the babies, we sort of do that crouch. So even the simple um, note of unrounding your shoulders, even if you're on your phone, unround your shoulders, sit all the way back, sort of realize what you're doing, unclench your jaw. Little things like that are good to know, I think as well. Um, you just you just tapped into a lot of different things right there and you know you used to as we age the normal aging process you would see people head go a little forward the shoulders become rounded they become more slouch but now what we're starting to see is this happening a lot earlier with the cell phone generation you see people on their phone all the time they're playing these video games so now we're starting to see it in teenagers where they have forward head posture the rounded shoulders and the crouch so what this is leading to is a lot of neck problems, a lot of shoulder problems, a lot of back problems. And then a lot of these kids, they have these backpacks that they carry to school. Mm -hmm. So we really try to target this posture early and people need to stretch regularly. Yeah. They need to perform stretching exercises that target the muscles that are tight, that contribute to this poor posture, such as the chest, the shoulders, and even the hip flexors like DJ and Dom said. Man, that was, that was great. I think you hit it on the money. Obviously, y'all can tell uh, Dr. Coe is passionate about posture because, you know, behind the scenes, guys, there's a movement. There's a movement as far as uh, posture alignment and posture reset uh, because of the issues going on post-pandemic. Uh, I'm going to ask Dr. Coe one more thing. Um, I'm seeing here uh, some therapists, therapists are kind of using the dry needling approach as a last resort, almost not as first. So what would you... You seem to do it as a first approach because you know how important it is. Why, why do you use that as more your initial approach? Okay, well, um, I think that tide is starting to shift a little bit because more therapists are getting trained in dry needling. Um, also, at the college level in these universities now, they're, they're teaching it, and a lot of them are getting certified in it. But there are several different ways of getting certified. Several different companies teach it. Um, I'm pretty aggressive with my dry needling approach. I've, I've been doing it for years. I was one of the first in the state to really start doing it. So I needle, I hate to say needle first, I like to speed up the recovery. So depending on what's going on is when I decide to dry needle. Now, if I'm trying to improve athletic performance because of a muscle imbalance or something like that, then I jump straight in with the needling to get the blood flowing so we can start the healing process. In some cases, the needle will automatically reduce pain and improve the muscle function almost instantaneous. And I also just try to release those knots that are in a lot of these muscles. From a tight muscle, a lot of time they'll have a trigger point in them mm -hmm. that really cause a lot of pain. And it can cause a lot of other issues too, those trigger points. So the sooner we get that release and get that knot out, the sooner the muscle can heal, where you can get a better stretch, you don't have the pain, and the muscle functions better.
Yes, I can attest to dry needling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all those knots up in yeah. my shoulders, my back, my QL. He is dry needled all up and down my back for sure. Um, and it is, it works. <laughs> yeah, it's real, guys. I know with me, my, my traps are always tight as well. Um, and just wrapping this up, uh, what our clientele? You know, I can tell the difference when they get needled and then when they come back in for the for the following uh workout and for the first uh, first couple of sessions and how they doing and how their bodies are responding. A lot of times, guys, a trigger point can be people can have low back pain or think they have low back pain, but really it's just one or two muscles around the spine that have those trigger points that really need to be released. And then now all of a sudden you have no back pain. Yeah. Um, so it's just really the education part, people, and you know, and that's why we're here to, to help people figure that out and and be more conscious about what's really going on and not what you think is going on. Yeah, because yeah. I, I just feel in, in most cases, especially with the athletic injuries that I see, it just offers faster recovery. Yeah. Um, the dry, it can help accelerate the healing process by increasing blood flow to the area. I yeah. mean, blood heals. That's what we want. So it helps promote tissue repair a lot faster with, with a lot of these injuries that we see in this environment. Uh, piggybacking off of just the pandemic and the posture, uh, you, we know that divorce rates and uh, domestic violence and the mental health was at an all-time high. So I wanted to ask Dom, because um, we had, you know, accidents and incidents. I wanted to get her take on as far as that on the mental health side. Yeah, the, the pandemic was hard. I think everybody agrees with that. Um, and having a community of so many different people from so many different backgrounds, we saw um, a lot of different ways that everybody took to it. There was the people that sort of made COVID safe villages and we were sort of a part of one of those where we were all the only people that we were around. So we felt safe, we found our community there. Um, coming back into an environment, a sort of people were high anxiety, worried if they would catch COVID, they bring it back to their families. I think a lot of people in healthcare had a lot of issues with that as well. Um, domestic violence, I think DJ had already noted, was on the rise. We actually um, had a client that experienced um, what well, had been experiencing really severe domestic violence um, throughout the pandemic and probably even a little bit beforehand. And one morning, um, actually during our workouts, uh, we had noticed um, some physical signs of domestic violence and DJ had said something to her a little bit and I had went over a little bit later and said something and, and we ended up sort of, she openly had told us everything that had been going on and had physical pictures of everything. And in that moment, me and DJ realized it was so much more than a workout. Body games became a safe space, which I think a lot of people don't even know this story. And I get emotional just thinking about it because I see the pictures that she showed me when she was talking about it. And in that moment, we called, we found her housing, we found her help, we made sure she was fine. And to this day, she is without that partner. Her, she is safe. Her situation is safe. She's found a job for herself. She got everything she needed to get in order and it took finding her people and finding her community to be able to get there because she kept turning to people that she already knew and they'd sort of just brush it off. People that were very close to her that really surprised me. Um, and it was very eye-opening to not only know how close it hit to home because this was somebody that we were next to almost every single day, um, but to just know what was happening in the community and that we could have any impact to help her. And knowing other situations, we had multiple women go through the divorces, multiple women having multiple kids that was going through the divorces as well. And we kept sort of resonating the same message that body games was where they come to escape. 
not necessarily saying that like this was just a safe haven, but it was a place that made them feel good. I think finding that community wherever you're at makes you feel good. So that's what we foster more than anything. We have amazing workouts. We have an amazing PT program. You're going to learn things like mobility to take home and make you better. But at the end of the day, we fall back on community. <laughs> more than anything, that is who we are as a whole. Yeah, when we say we're a community movement, guys, we, we live by that. Like, we, 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 we know all our clients on a name basis. We know their kids. Um, so, and we take pride in, in knowing and really caring about our people. Everyone that walks to our door, it's our goal before they leave to feel, for them to feel better physically and in the mental space. You know, we all have issues, you know, that, that, that go on outside of life. But our, our key thing is whenever you walk through the door, can you leave life behind you? Can you not care Absolutely. about what, what's going on and just focus on you for that workout or whether you're coming in for that physical therapy session? Yep. And I would just add, um, Dom, that's awesome. I remember when we were dealing with that and how you helped with your background and your education. Um, so what would be the first step if you know someone that's experiencing issues like that now? Like, what's the first thing they need to do? Yeah, if um, honestly, the first step it's hard because everybody in that situation is at a different point in life. If you know about it, you take action themselves in that moment. So definitely wait until they come to you. You don't want to push them too far because you don't want them to self-isolate, which is always the hardest part because we want to help them sometimes more than they realize that they might need the help. Um, but once they do come to you, every single county has a domestic violence hotline. So if you do not know the number or need to look up the number yourselves, have it just in your phone ready. Um, and then there is a national hotline as well. Um, you can even just text it. Texting is very important because sometimes they can't verbally say it out loud. So it's a way to quietly ask for help. And you text START, S-T-A-R-T, to 88788. And that will automatically connect you to a national hotline and they will find you community resources that are super close to you. I know Durham just started their own um, and I'm very intrigued to learn more about their program, which I'll get into another time, um, but absolutely find the resources closest to you because you never know. It could be your neighbor, it could be your sister, it could be your brother. You don't, you don't know who's suffering. So just always be able to be a voice and to be an outlet for anybody that needs help. Good, man. We love it. But, guys, we're wrapping it up, man. We uh, Next week, guys, we're actually starting Monday, man. We're going into our – we'll be celebrating our third uh, anniversary, man. We opened July 20, guys, July 20, 2020. Ooh, ooh. And, uh, man, we just got a lot of great things. Look, and I have to shout today. out today. Today is our baby boy's first oh, birthday. Man. One year so, old. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a celebration week all the yeah. day. Today is his birthday. We got his yeah. party tomorrow. National Ice Cream Day is on July sixteenth. I hope he's celebrated. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're going into our anniversary, and we're excited to do that. Yeah. Keep bringing y'all more content and sort of picking up where we left off next episode. Yeah, yeah. Kamari, Kamari is one. Little, <laughs> little cool breeze is yeah. one. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we thank you guys for listening. Please subscribe, like, share. We almost hit our goal last time, so we're going to try to hit our goal of 100 downloads this time. Um, so share the love, everybody, and thank you. Bull City Strong, guys. <laughs>